What's up, fellas, and welcome to The Grown Man Project. In today's episode, your host, Kurt Kersey, is joined by our good friend, Tom Fields. Tom's a certified financial planner and founder of the Financial Fitness app, a six-week online class about the fundamentals of financial literacy. In his course, Tom teaches people about the language of money, how to budget, what stocks and bonds are, how to manage your 401k, and other important money lessons that we all deserve to know, but we just weren't taught in school. This is a really important episode, you guys, because we're talking about how to be a man when it comes to your money. Kurt asked Tom to discuss the daily habits that make him who he is, his daily devotionals, and his love for personal as well as financial fitness. We're excited for you to get the chance to hear from these guys. Now let's get started with today's episode and our guest, Tom Fields. Hey. Tom Fields, welcome to the Grown Man Project, man. Kurt, what's what's happened, brother? It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for being here, man. I'm excited to dig into some of your story, some of what you got cooking in uh, the financial world. And, you know, we're going to talk about what it means to be a man when it comes to your money. But before we get into all of that, I just want to hear from you. Like when you think about what it means to be a grown man, what comes to mind for you? I think immediately it's, it's, it's leadership and we just have such an opportunity in, in today's world right now to, to really separate from the pack of being a man. I think uh, th- there's a lot of distractions going on in, in the world, whether it's, it's politics or, or you know, what's right and wrong. And um, if we lose focus on the end goal, which is, hey, let's just help people out. Let's be a leader. Let's be a man in the family, uh, in the workplace. Um, you know, if we lose focus on those goals, we, we get sucked into not doing right. So, you know, I just think kind of dialing it down to what it is to be a man, a grown man. It's, it's just being a leader and staying true to who you are. So I love that, brother. I love, you know, there's a word that you said a couple of times in that response of this idea of focus, if we can focus in on that. And I think one of the things that I really admire about you is your ability to focus on whether it's financial fitness and this business that you've built in our building, which we'll get into because I think our listeners would benefit from Absolutely. getting financially fit, obviously. Um, but you also have focused in on, like you said, being a husband, being a dad and being physically fit, taking care of your body, right? So like, even though we're going to talk about money, uh, that idea of focus and fitness is really part of every area of our lives, right? Absolutely. Um, You know, just that, that really was the reason for financial fitness, you know, the, the name of it, I'd love to kind of go into more about that, but, you know, just, just staying focused in all aspects of life. Um, It's a long-term game for, for a lot of us with health, with wealth, uh, with relationships, with your relationship with Christ Jesus, right? I mean, everything is a long-term game and we're, we're so addicted to that short-term satisfaction um, when really it, it, it is, you have to be committed to the long-term. I mean, literally that goes again with, with health and wealth. And that is the reason, the combination for the name of financial fitness. So we're, we're going to get in, we keep giving these little teasers, right? We're going to get yeah. into the finances, but like, you're also one of the sexiest men I know. And I can say that <laughs> with you know complete comfort, comfort in my manhood, but like how, what took you down? Like the, the physical fitness road. Yeah. Um, 
Man, I uh, it was funny. So I I was I was in sports throughout high school and just kind of used that as you know I don't really need to do anything else. Um, and that worked for a little bit. And then I got to college, drank probably too many beers, uh, just felt <laughs> sluggish. You know what I mean? And and um, I don't know. I just kind of started started working out, and and I just got addicted to just the endorphins, just everything. I think creativity is so powerful and whenever you, whatever you can do to, to capture, you know, that, that, that creativity that makes you special, you just got to keep doing it. For me, my most creative times, uh, when I'm thinking about anything, when I'm thinking about my family or my business is, is when I'm just drenched in sweat and when I'm just pushing myself, um, in the gym. So I just realized when, when I was in school, you know, I, I, I love the feeling afterward. Um, obviously, I think it just makes you feel better about yourself. Um, but it was really more of a mental thing for me. It, it just clears my mind. I can I, I always act, actually kind of take notes when I'm working out um, about life, about being a grown man, about what I want to do. And uh, that it just was an addiction for me. And it's been like that for about 11 years. So um, I'm committed. You know, it's 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 the, the waking up early and getting after it and um, just starting your day on a, on a good note. That's that's what it's all about. I love that idea. And I, I'm similarly wired. Right. So like I work out in the morning, mostly guy. And that is where like I do my best thinking, where I have like the most clear thoughts. And I think uh, as men finding those like sanctuaries right now, look, Tom looks like an Instagram model. I, I, for whatever reason, can't seem to get that figured out. Probably still too much bourbon and beer. Uh, but you know, uh, that, that focus time, like finding that thing for you as a man that allows you to dial in and get that creativity going and get kind of that free space to just let your mind wander. I find often that like, I don't, I don't know about you, Tom, like, uh, for my faith, even like I, I think about like my relationship with God and where I stand with him as I'm working out and have that time to kind of like process what's going on in oh. that relationship as well. So you're so true. It's it's like there's nothing worse than waking, you know, waking up and then just going right into the madness. The world we live in right now is madness. It's mm. it, it goes back to my routine where I wake up. I read a little daily devotional before I work out. That's the first thing that I want my brain to, 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 to be involved with. Then I go to the, to the workout and that's when it's just like, I'm, I almost like the daily devotional is like, I, I put some fire stars in the, in the fire and then the working out is like, I'm lighting it. Right. And then the rest of the day I'm throwing wood on it and, and hopefully, you know, that fire just keeps building. Um, so that's actually a pretty good analogy. I just thought of that. So it really is. You gotta, you gotta, ha- you gotta have that time to yourself. Um, yeah. it just to, just to think, I mean, yeah. and not, not be distracted. What's the, uh, what's the daily devotional that you read? My wife got it for me, who I'm extremely blessed about. You know what I mean? I just kind of, <laughs> she, she, she's the one who keeps me in line which, hey, that goes back to being this kind of the going back to being a grown man. Like I'm I'm the first to always admit. I, I don't know. I just think I'd be like nothing without my significant other. And I think it 
that it takes a grown man to admit that just going back to this kind of devotional thing. I really, I can't even think of the title right now and the author is so popular. I can't even think of him either, but she just said, Hey, you need this. And I said, yes, ma'am, I do. Uh, I'm going to keep reading it. And it's been amazing. And she does her own devotional. And, you know, when I get home from work, that's the time when we put our, our little boy down. That's the time when we can talk about our faith together. Um, you know, at the end of the day to go, go to sleep on a good note. I had a mentor of mine that always used to share their three big things that big decisions that you can make in your life that will dramatically change your life. And it's choosing your spouse, choosing your faith and choosing your career. Yeah. Uh, and so we've, we've kind of talked a little bit about the first two, right? Choosing your spouse and choosing your faith. Let's talk a little bit about the career that, that you've chosen. So you're yeah. the founder of this thing called financial fitness app. Talk to us a little bit about what the financial fitness app is, man. So it's such a good, good story behind this. Um, and again, I think it was totally God working, working with me in my heart for this. I, I started on the more traditional financial advisory route, uh, you know, got my certified financial planner, um, you know, license and, and I was working more on the 401k side of things. And I love talking with people and helping people who don't have the mentor, don't have the father figure, don't have the, the, the person in their life that can introduce these basics that we desperately need. Um, and it's not taught in school. So that's why I say, unless you have those, that leader, that mentor, that parent that's teaching you personal finance fundamentals, it's literally like the wild west out there. And I realized that when I got into this business, but I just didn't have the delivery. I didn't have the, the technology to, to really be efficient when I was talking about this type of education. I would go out to the companies, try my best, just wasn't sticking. Um, so financial fitness app is really a way for me to, to, to do what I love. And what we do with financial fitness app is we have a six week online class that we sell to businesses as an employer benefit. Uh, we teach individuals the language of money. We teach individuals how to budget. We teach individuals what a stock is, what a bond is, just the things that everyone deserves to know that, again, just is not taught in school. So we've, we've coined this really the class your school did not teach you. Um, and I firmly believe that in six weeks, we're, we're offering life-changing education. Um, I actually just just said to, to a coworker of mine today that, Financial Fitness app is really a mental health company that just happens to, to have some financial wellness in there. Um, I, I think the, mm. there's so many issues that revolve around money. It's one of the most powerful forces in the world. It is often um, looked at as, as a god, uh, which I do not believe, right? And if you really don't have control over your finances, bad things happen. Bad things will happen with your marriage. Bad things will happen with your friendship, your career. Um, you have to have control of it. And the majority of us do not. So we're solving what I think is maybe the biggest issue in the workplace. Um, and, and that's you know spending more than you make and, and not being comfortable with your finances. So good, man. I love that. I love how you said that of like, it's really a mental health company. It just so happens to address, address money because uh, it's one of those root root causes of so yeah. much, men, so many mental health issues in the world. What, talk to me about like, uh, 
uh, why is that the employer's responsibility to help their employees uh, get healthy when it comes to money? Yeah, I mean, so I think let's just take a step back and think about how the employer addresses money right now. It's, hey, we're going to pay you this amount. Um, and then here's an enrollment packet for your 401k. And it's probably a good idea to, huh. to do this. When you really think about the responsibility of the employer, it if you can create strong, financially strong employees, you're going to create a better bottom line. You're going to have better productivity. You're going to have less turnover. You're going to retain top talent. You're, you, these are the things that happen. People leave companies because they can get a small raise. Um, you know, people leave companies because maybe they think they're going to be fa- be better financially off uh, at a different company. When really, if the employer just took a little bit of time to educate their employee about, hey, it's your expenses that are are causing a lot of these issues. It's your ability to not know where your money's going. Um, I think it just opens up so much opportunity for the employer and for having a a healthier business. So instead of Hmm. immediately having your employee when they're hired, the onboarding process, which is such an important time and saying, Hey, you're going to do ABC here. How about we say, Hey, we want to make you wealthy. And in order to do that, Take this class, understand your finances, and then let's get to work. Yeah, it's interesting. I was listening to a podcast the other day that was talking about our responsibility as leaders inside of organizations and that our number one job is to make it really hard for our people to fail at their jobs. Yeah. Right. And I loved that concept as it comes to, you know, creating processes for your people, making sure that it's clear what success looks like in their role. Like that's what leadership ultimately is. But I love you're taking a step further and saying, hey, it's also our responsibility to make it really hard for them to fail outside of work. Right. It's our responsibility to create healthy environments, both in and outside of work for the people that we have the opportunity to lead. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. I mean, these people, your employees, everyone, we we spend the majority of our time, you know, at, at the workplace and we're not paying attention to, again, one of the most powerful forces in the world. Um, yeah. So if we can incorporate incorporate these things you know, in the workplace. I, I just think we're in such a pivotal time. Um, everything starts digital right now. In, in a great example of this, you know, if you go and look at a house, you're starting online. You might hire a realtor, right? But you start online. You're looking at a car, you're online. We need to be online with finances because that's where people are comfortable at. And, and the, the employers who, who, who pounce on this opportunity in this digital world we live in are going to just accelerate so much quicker past, past you know, competition, um, et cetera. And, and I, I can't. It's just exciting to, to be a part and have a product that that's that's delivering in, in that field. I love it, brother. I love I love too the constraint around it being a six week program because you know, as men, we don't just talk about the things that are important to us. We have to take action, right? We have to do yeah. something about it. And so I love just the 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 constraint around, hey, if you want to do something about your finances, stop talking about it, jump into this course and sprint through six weeks of just getting your house in order. 
Because that's all it takes, right? So many times you talked about like the noise and the distraction earlier. So many times we make money this really complicated, difficult thing to wrap our arms around. In reality, it's pretty simple. It's just about understanding the lay of the land and then making the right choices one step at a time. The long-term game, brother. I mean, that's it's like everyone wants that. It's going back, right? I mean, even going back to what we said about fitness, it's stop buying the, the this will melt your fat type of pill, right? Like <laughs> stop doing those stupid gimmicks. You know what you need to do in order to be in better shape? You need to be committed for long periods of time on eating healthy and staying active. You know what you need to do yeah. to be financially fit, to, ha- to be in good shape financially? You need to understand your money, budget correctly for long periods of time. And, and right. I mean, it's, it's there, they correlate so well. And the biggest difference is people understand if they're in bad shape from a, from a health perspective. I mean, you can kind of feel it, you can see it. Um, you know, you got a couple pounds you could drop, but financially it's like, it's the one thing that everyone fakes the most. But in reality, if you ask for help, like you would receive it, but people are so scared to ask for help because there's no safe place. Um, and I think the workplace, again, going back to the opportunity, if they could just create that safe space, I mean, oh my gosh, it, it would yeah. be, it would be just special. It's huge, man. And even as individuals, right? Like I know, I know we talked a little bit about like financial fitness app is a great opportunity. If you're an employer to bless your people, to give them the opportunity to succeed and become wealthy. We have a lot of just individuals listening to this podcast too. And as a man, it's really important that we become financially fit, right? So talk to me Tom about as men, why is it specifically important for us as men to be financially fit? We all know that the men are supposed to be the the leader of the the household when it comes to to faith. Um, I think men are supposed to be the leader in in providing for their family as well. It's just rooted in us. So, if you're financially fit, I mean, we, we use that term, but essentially, if you understand your your finances, if you are comfortable with your finances what it's the energy that that comes off you when you're coming home to your family or when you're talking with your friends and you have that ability to bless others because you have that education that they desperately need now we're again going back to that leadership as being a man right now now you have the opportunity to to really step into that role of hey you know i'm i'm going to be a leader in this i'm not going to listen to the to spending, you know, and, and getting in that habit of, of, of credit and, you know, trying to keep up with the Joneses, that, that type of thing. I'm going to be my own person. I'm going to lead with dignity. Um, and it just kind of goes back again to that being that, being that figure in your family and your friends um, in the workplace of, of, Hey, this is someone that knows what they're doing and, and someone you can kind of lean on. I mean, that, that is, that is being a man. Yeah, I love that, man. You talked about kind of like the role of manhood in our families and then also just like in our communities. And uh, one of the things I've been thinking about a lot lately is one of our responsibilities as men and especially as believers is to live, live lives that people that maybe don't know Christ admire, right? Yeah. Live an admirable life. Yeah. And I think one of the ways that we do that, my, my buddy 
Blake Bozarth talks about a lot when it comes to leadership, this idea of think macro, invest micro. Mm -hmm. And you talked about this earlier of like, have that long-term vision, right? I think as men, as leaders, our responsibility is to say, hey, one day I want to have control over my finances and not let my finances control me, Mm -hmm. right? That's uh, that's our, our big vision oftentimes as we think about like what needs to happen in this world today, not talking about necessarily eternal focus. That's a whole different conversation, right? But I want our family to have options is oftentimes yeah. what we really want out of our finances. And you think about like, okay, what do I need to do? So that's the macro, that's thinking macro. And then acting micro, right, is what do I need to do today to make a step towards that big vision, whether it's, I just need to put a budget in place in the first place, right? I need to get some estate planning documents nailed down. Yeah. I need to understand how taxes work a little bit better. And I love, again, what you've built in the six week course, because I think you take people through each of those pieces step by step to just get that house in order and invest micro one step at a time, right? That's it. That's it. It's, 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 it's not like, I, it, I mean, I'm not recreating anything, you know, and, and it's, yeah, I mean, I'm just with you, man. It's, it's just like, I have such a passion to just help as, as many people as, as possible. And I truly believe that in the world we live in now, I mean, there's so much opportunity for people to kind of DIY things like mm. in, in finances included, meaning if you just kind of had a little bit of education, you understood, you, you did the steps, you got your house in order, like you can be a leader in, in you know, within your family with finances uh, in this world we live in with all the, the instruments and accounts that you can kind of open and the technology available. Um, it's just getting started for a lot of, for a lot of men is, is hard because they don't want to fail. I mean, they're scared. They don't, mm-hmm. They, they don't, you know, like kind of going back to that leadership thing, you don't want to jump in the water that you don't really know what's what's underneath there. Um, and that's that's yeah. the goal. What, what we're doing is just trying to clear the water up and say, hey, you got this, brother. Like it, this is you, you can you can yeah. do this and just stay with me for six weeks. And that's all it takes. It's awesome, brother. I want to I want to pivot the conversation a little bit back to your story because you you use this kind of analogy of like jumping into dark water and you don't know what's under it. Yeah. Uh, that's entrepreneurship. That's being a founder. Right? Yeah. So oh my god! Talk to me a little bit. Like how, how long into this journey are you? Dude, it's it was it's it's been a, so okay. Here we go. This is a great <laughs> this is a great story. So my my boy Jude Jude Fields. I got a one year old now. He was born on St. Patrick's Day of 2020, so uh, March 17, 2020. And if you guys can remember, that is the really the exact day that the world shut down from, from the coronavirus. And for yeah. some odd reason, I thought it'd be a great idea to start my business literally in the hospital while my poor wife is doing her work, right? Like, yeah, doing, you know, pushing life into this world. I'm over there on my computer. I mean, I'm cheering her on, but I just, it was just that time. I think all of the, all of the emotions that were happening and I just always wanted to, to, to do this. I had this thought and I said, man, I think it was the idea of like, I got this new beautiful boy coming into the world. Mm. I want to have more control of my destiny. And literally I started typing financial fitness in the hospital. Um, 
And, you know, when we got home, it was, it was continuous taking care of a newborn, taking care of the wife, still trying to work on financial fitness. I really was in that development stage for probably two, two to three months. I started more of a beta, if you want to call it financial fitness, just through Facebook, just the, just to try to educate, you know, people I know in my own network, um, because Hey, right. Like I'm, I was blessed to go through some some serious training to get my CFP and I had all this knowledge and I was like, man, I want to share it with with the masses. Might as well go to social media with it. And um, as I was doing that, I, I came across a business that, uh, you know, after talking with them, they said, this this all sounds pretty sweet. Uh, we'd love for this to be for our employees. Um, little did they know that I was actually kind of pitching a concept. I really didn't have the product available uh, as you uh, right? I mean, that's just kind of the, the, the world of entrepreneurship is you kind of have to figure it out on the, on the fly. And, uh, but once I found out that, Hey, this is, this is actually a, a real opportunity to change a lot of lives. Um, a lot of people from a digital perspective, uh, using, using the knowledge that, you know, I have and, and putting it out there you know, that's just when all this kind of started coming, coming to life. So we, we really got to work with the app, the production team, the videos, uh, everything started coming together at the end of 2020. And we officially launched, um, in January of 2021. So, um, we just finished our first quarter and it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun, brother. (laughs) That's amazing, man. I love the uh, back to that idea of like think macro, invest micro, right? I got this big vision, this big like passion for what I want to see change in how we deliver advice and how employers love on their people and how people are able to make decisions in their finances. And yet, all I need to do is like start with this beta group on Facebook and start putting pen to paper and typing out the curriculum. And so just just to give you the credit that you deserve of looking that abyss, that dark water, as you called it, in the face, that abyss of entrepreneurship and saying, you know what, I'm going for it. I'm going to put one foot in front of the other and I'm going to build something really, really special when it's all said and done. That That's it. I mean, it's and I, you know, this is maybe some American pride coming in, but we just live in like this amazing, amazing country where you can, you can think of something during your sleep, wake up the next morning and, and literally generate revenue for a business that we have the freedom to, you know, file and, and, and create. And I just, I love, I love this country. I love entrepreneurship. I love small business. I, I really just wanted to be, a, I knew I, I knew I could be a part of it. Um, and I just think when, when this idea, you just know it. I, I remember one of my mentors told me, and this is to any listener who's kind of thinking about doing something on their own. You know, if you, if you were just thinking about your idea in the shower, if you're thinking about your idea at night, you can't sleep go for it. That's when you know it's the one, when you just cannot stop thinking about it. Um, and everyone, if you ask for help, everyone will help. So there, mm. we, we, we just, I think there's uh, there's just a lot of opportunity out there to really create innovative products. But um, yeah. yeah, it's been, it's been fun, man. 
I love that brother. And I think like to, to take that, like the faith perspective, I think when you have those ideas, when you have those things planted in your heart and in your head, like we have to have the discernment to know which ones come from the Lord or the spirit or, you know, however you want to think about that. Uh, but, but we also have to have the discernment and the willingness to trust the ones that we do feel like are divine that come from God and man, just lean into it. And I know like our experience has been, I say this all the time is like, if God's calling you to something and you take the biggest, boldest step towards it that you think you possibly can, he's going to show up way bigger than whatever step you just took. That's been our experience. It may not look like you want it to look, but he's going to show up and he's going to do some cool stuff. No no doubt. He, he works much more efficiently than we could ever (laughs) ever dream of working. Um, and it's so true that, you know, like I kind of going back to the personal finance of things, like we're, I'm very committed and have been for a long time with, with tithing, um, 10%, right. And giving back. And I just, when, when we've really started to, to just make sure we never missed with that, that's when everything started clicking for us. And it's just an amazing feeling when you have the Lord on your team. Um, and he always wants to be on your team, but you got to be willing to accept him and trust him. Mm. And uh, through this process, for sure, and also just who he's put in my life um, as, as, right, as I've created this business and, 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 and went into partnership with some fine, fine gentlemen. Um, it's just been, it's an un- unbelievable blessing. Yeah. I'd love to, the, the last story I'd love to, to talk about a little bit, however you want to talk about it is you mentioned these fine gentlemen that you're in business yeah. with that I've been getting to know in the, in the last few months. Uh, I, I, I want to dig into that a little bit because you also mentioned earlier this idea of, man, if you say you need help, People will want to help, right? They want to show up and, and lock arms with you. Talk to me about like what that experience was like for you in getting the help that you need to really take this thing to the next level. Yeah, so this is another funny story. Um, so, but again, it's like it's just taking the leap. I mean, it always it always has to start with one big action. And for me, it was meeting my my partners. Um, I had the idea. I had just the, the I, I knew I could develop it. I had the app team lined up. I knew that, you know, the, what it was going to cost resource wise, but I just needed some extra leadership. I knew I did. I knew this was bigger than just me. And um, for some reason, you know, I, I met my partners. I knew I had to partner with these guys. And uh, I met actually my partners on the golf course. Um, and man, they always joke, but it's so true. I, I kind of camped out. It was after an outing and I, I camped out in the parking lot because I knew they were there. And uh, I saw them pull up and they're unloading their golf clubs and I pounced on them like a cat or something, you know, ran up to them. <laughs> and I, I did my little elevator pitch. I go, man, I got to I got to talk to you guys. I got to talk to you guys like, you know, and and um, and uh, you know, literally the next week, I was, I was, uh, we, we were in agreement to do business together. But that shows you going back that that is the Lord working in the most efficient way possible. Um, I never met any of these guys before that encounter on the on the golf course, and 
they're very faith-based men. They are grown, you know, grown man, grown men that, that are doing amazing things in the community and their family. And they're very prayer uh, based individuals. And you know that they're praying about something like this as well, because it just wouldn't have worked out how we came together at the right time. And yeah, I mean, after that, it's that's that's when you start getting more people to think about the, the, the dream and you got other people saying, do this, do that something you never have thought of by yourself. Um, that's when just the fun begins because you just have to have have help when you're building something uh, mm. with anything. Yeah, I love the the just as as we wrap up, man. I'd love to acknowledge you as a grown man, as somebody that is humble enough to acknowledge that, man. I I've never done this before. I need some. I think I got a cool idea, but I need some help on the leadership front. I need some help from just how do you build a business? How do you build a grassroots business? And then having the boldness, not just to raise your hand and say, I need help, but to uh, trust that maybe God's got something in the works that I can't see. And yet I'm still going to move and take some action and see if I can't put myself in a position for God to show up and do something cool. I think that is the definition of a grown man. Now, thanks, Kurt. I mean, Saint, I mean, I, I can, I know all your listeners know, but you know, right back at you is even even something like this, where we can all come together on a platform like like the Grown Man Project here, and and uh, just talk about things because that's that's when things when you inspire and, and you're thinking in yourself and you're going back to the to the the time we just talked about when you're working out and you're being creative, like just just let God work with you. Well, be open to Him think and just you gotta you gotta work hard but at the same time if you're open to to him blessing your life he will show up um and uh yeah this you know it's it's been a fun fun journey man i can't and thank you for having me on here oh thanks for being here brother thanks for everything that you're doing for the financial planning industry um but also thanks for being a man that is stepping up as a husband and a dad and challenging himself to be a grown man on a daily basis because we need more men like you. So thanks yeah. for coming on the podcast, brother. Hey, appreciate it, Kurt. Thanks a lot, buddy. <laughs> Talk soon, man. Bye. All right, my friends. That's all for today's episode of The Grown Man Project. You can't be a man that shows up with integrity in all areas of life if you don't have a healthy relationship with money. Tom hit the nail on the head when he said that it's the class that you were never taught in school. I'm incredibly grateful that an expert and overall great person like Tom could join us to talk about this so we can all learn about how to be financially fit. To follow along with all that Tom is doing, you can check out all of his great work with Financial Fitness App by going to financialfitnessapp.com. You can also learn more about the Grown Man Project at grownmanproject.com, where we share all kinds of resources that will help you on your journey of bringing faith and purpose to your work, family, and community. And remember, you're not on this journey alone. We have a community of dudes that are committed to showing up as grown men in every area of their lives. Just go to grownmanproject.com community to join this awesome group of purpose-driven men. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the show by going to grownmanproject.com podcast so you don't miss a single episode. Thanks again for joining us and we'll see you next time.